Hello, Dazzle. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I'm glad that you're here. Today, I want to talk about some of the ways that you can cope with your chronic illness. Since these are illnesses that are not going away, it is important that we develop skills that help get through the tough times. So number one, make time for yourself. Making sure that you have time for yourself throughout the day is very important in managing your physical and mental health. Take time to do something that you love, like painting, going for a walk, or watching a movie. Doing this every day is a great way to help you manage your stress levels and remind you that there is more to your life than your chronic illness. This is also a great way to reinforce the idea to yourself and those around you that you and your needs are a priority in your life that deserve to have time. Number two, connect with a support group. Dealing with a chronic illness can be very isolating. Having a supportive group of people can help you feel understood and not feel so alone. It gives you a place to talk about things that are going on in your life with others who are likely to be having similar experiences in their lives. This is also a great way to remove some of the pressure off your loved ones for emotional support. Having a chronic illness comes with a lot of emotional stuff that takes a lot of time and effort to work through. Your friends and families shouldn't be the only people that help you through that process. Number three, learn as much as you can about your, connect, uh, your condition. Researching your condition will help you better understand what is happening with your brain or body. The more you know about your diagnosis, the better equipped you will be when it comes time to make choices regarding your treatment. Additionally, this knowledge will help you decide the best way to live your life with your illness. Everyone is different and has different priorities in their treatment. When you are researching your condition, you give yourself a chance to decide what you want those priorities to be when you're receiving your care. Number four, find a doctor you trust. It is essential that Whichever medical provider you're receiving your care from is one that you trust. It could be a physician assistant, a nurse practitioner, or a doctor. There are often several licenses that are qualified to care for the same condition. What matters more is that you believe that they are knowledgeable in your illness and that they have your best interests in mind. If you don't trust them, you will never be able to receive good care for them despite how qualified they might be. Trust is essential in the patient-provider relationship. In this category, I will also encourage you to find a psychiatrist or a mental health provider that you can trust, even if your chronic illness isn't a mental disorder. Having a chronic illness means that you will have grief and that you're going to go through some pretty heavy emotional work. There will be times that this process will be easier if you have a professional who is familiar with chronic illness and the grieving process. Never be ashamed to ask for help. Number five, be an advocate for your own health. Make sure that you or someone with you at every appointment is willing and able to advocate for whatever it is that you need. Don't hesitate to ask questions or tell your provider that you don't understand what they've explained. Take notes so that you'll be able to reference them later. Number six, be proactive about managing your symptoms. Prevention is always better than treatment or cures. Whenever possible, prevent problems because this will keep you as healthy as possible for as long as possible. This means that you will need to research your condition. You'll need to learn what things are common problems and what kinds of measures you can take to prevent those problems. Make sure that your medical provider and your partner are aware of your efforts so that they can help you. 
Number seven, build a support network of family and friends. Having adequate social support is the single most important factor in determining if someone will have a good outcome, regardless of what it is that they are facing. The importance of social support simply cannot be overstated. Focus on creating quality relationships rather than on meeting a bunch of people. Having a small group of people that you feel close to and that you can depend on is much more important than knowing a lot of people. Number eight, celebrate everything that you can. Embrace joy in your life. Celebrate the small victories and little moments in your life. Don't wait for the special occasions to have a party. Life is a special occasion. Make sure that you're doing something every day that gives you a little bit of joy. Number nine, accept that some days will be better than others because that's how life is, whether you have a chronic illness or not. Life is like the ocean's tide. Sometimes your symptoms are severe and we feel like we're drowning in them. But in those moments, know that nothing can last forever. Remind yourself that it will pass. The tide will go out. It always does. Coping with the bad days is more about surviving the moment and staying focused on the promise of the good days. Number 10, find what works for you. This will take time. It is a process of trial and error. Give yourself time. Know that what works for you will be a unique mix of things that is different than what works for others with the same condition that you have. Don't worry about that. If it is working for you, that's all that matters. You do you. Well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks for coming and spending some time with me. If you like this post, consider giving us some support. It really does help. And until we talk again, y'all be sure to be taking care of yourselves, okay? Bye.